Misfits Podcast, brought to you by the Misfits Guild. In this week's episode, we have excerpts from Tor Wars and their interview with Stephen Reed about the Jedi Counselor and also a little bit about SWG. But first, as always, here's a little music to brighten your day.
That was the Eagles. Take it to the limit. And now from Tour Wars, some information on the Jedi Counselor. Okay. Just to reassure all Jedi Consular fans, there's plenty of JC love coming down the line. I think he said Lerve, he, which is like the British way. You know, the English way to say love. <laughs> the thing was, I was actually afraid I was going to mispronounce that. Uh, in fact, I was watching footage just this morning featuring a Jedi Consular starring in their very own video. Yeah. That's pretty intriguing stuff. I don't know if he actually really said that. You don't think so? No. Did he really say that? You know what? I'm tired of this game playing. Let's get him on the line, shall we? <laughs> You're going to get Stephen Reed on the let's line? Let's ring him up and, uh, and see what All he right, has let's to call. Beep, boop, 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 beep. And that was our best telephone sound effect, that was, right there? That was mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Stephen, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did say that. I'd have to go check the exact wording, but I'm pretty sure I said something on those lines. So, so uh, now, Stephen, are you telling us that, in fact, there is some uh, Jedi Consular love, maybe a progression video coming somewhere down the line? Yes. Well, there's, there's at least that. There's, um, we, we call them uh, class videos, which are the videos that go with when we do an update of a class page. So that will be the first one you'll see. Um, and that's coming. Coming well, soon. Okay, were you, were you <laughs> going to finish that? We sentence? were waiting for an exact date. <laughs> so we'll we'll just accept that. Use the soon word. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, um, everyone. Uh, as you can tell, we have Stephen Reed, who has graciously chosen to, to join us this week. Stephen's going to serve as our, our third co-host for the rest of the show. Sort of the imperial overlord. Yes, he's going to be keeping us in line. <laughs> yes, cracking down on all our many mistakes. <laughs> so, Steve. So, Stephen, is there, is there anything in particular you could tell us about? Maybe give us a hint about something that might be coming for the consular? Well, like I say, that, that class video is coming. Um, I think one misconception that some people have on the forums is that it takes five minutes to put a video together. It, it takes quite a few, in some cases, weeks. Um, it takes a fairly extensive period of time. And, and it isn't just sort of the cutting together or the capturing or the editing. There's, there's also scripting, and in some cases there's voiceover that gets recorded, um, and there's a lot of work that yeah. goes into them. So I will say that the Jedi Consular video, uh, the class video, is in production, um, but I, I won't elaborate on when we're aiming for, because the thing is that things that move, they, they bounce around occasionally because of various reasons. So, right. um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's on its way. Okay, so it's it's in the it's in the tubes. It's uh it's uh, ready to go. It's uh, in the pipe, coming downstream. We just don't know exactly when. Yeah, and we also we like to do the class videos first before we do progression videos, mm -hmm. which is why um, you'll see the class video. And also from Tour Wars, here's a little excerpt about SWG. Some players, and we featured a certain very upset, crying woman on our site uh, earlier this week. She had some very strong emotions and some interesting things to say about her feelings regarding the closure of Star Wars Galaxies. Apparently, other people also feel strongly, and they are now petitioning to have Sony keep the game going. They're trying to res the game. Well, we pretty much see this when any MMO goes under. It's always a sad story. There's some dedicated hardcore players that are still playing. They want to bring the game back. Mm -hmm. uh, SOE and uh, Mr. John Smedley, the president there, have right. pretty much already confirmed, no, the game is going away December 15th. Thank you for trying to save it, but uh, yeah. it's a dead space horse. 
I, I, have, I have a question. Yeah. I have this really cool and innovative idea that no one has ever suggested before. Uh-huh. Why doesn't Sony just release the source code and let people run their own servers? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No? I Maybe. don't think LucasArts is big on that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, every time an MMO dies... Uh, you're right, people. Uh, an angel gets its wings? Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Okay. Um, every time an MMO dies, people petition to have the MMO kept alive for, for whatever reason, uh, just because they enjoy it and it's their favorite game. They also almost always ask for the source code to be released, and that's proprietary. There's a whole lot tied up in that, and, and gaming companies never, to my knowledge, have ever said yes. Yeah. So uh, and that's not going to happen. I hate to say it. Star Wars is going away. Star Wars Galaxies is going away. Yeah, and there's kind of another game coming out that's going to be better. Uh, I heard there's another Star Wars MMO on the horizon. That's what I heard. <laughs> now, Stephen, December 15th. You've probably been asked this question 50 billion times. All and I, right. I'll bet, uh, I'll bet I know what the answer is right now. Is that date significant in any way? That date is significant. Um, and uh, you might be surprised as to why. It happens to be my birthday. Hey! <laughs> nice! Which is obviously coincidental. Um, so yeah, apart from that, there is no other reason. Okay, uh, very Rather than crying on December 15th, you will be celebrating. Yes, we will be, we're going to have to send Stephen a present that day. Alright, All right, that wraps up our, our news segment. Uh, and now, another segment from the great book, Deceived. Motion drew his eye. A flock of leather wings, too small to cause a sensor blip, flew 200 meters to starboard and well below him. The tents of their huge, membranous wings flapping slowly in the freezing wind. The arc of the flock like a parenthesis. They were heading south for warmer air and paid him no heed as he flew over and passed them, their dull black eyes blinking against the snow and ice. He pulled back on the ion engines and slowed still further. A yawn forced itself past his teeth. He sat up straight and tried to blink away the fatigue, but it was as stubborn as an angry bantha. He'd given the ship to the autopilot and dozed during the hyperspace run from Volta, but that was all the rack he'd had in the last two standard days. It was catching up to him. He scratched at the stubble of his beard, rubbed the back of his neck, and plugged the drop coordinates into the Navicomp. The comp linked with one of Ord Mantell's unsecured geosync sats and fed back the location and course to Fatman. Zerid's HUD displayed it on the cockpit canopy. He eyed the location and put his finger on the destination. Some island no one has ever heard of. Up here where no one ever goes. Sounds about right. Zerid turned the ship over to the autopilot and had banked him toward the island. His mind wandered as Fatman cut through the sky. The steady pattern of ice and snow on the canopy sang him a lullaby. His thoughts drifted back through the clouds to the past, to the days before the accident, before he'd left the Marines. Back then, he'd worn the uniform proudly and had still been able to look himself in the mirror. He caught himself, caught the burgeoning self-pity, and stopped the thoughts cold. He knew where it would lead. Stow that soldier, he said to himself. He was what he was, and things were what they were. Focus on the work, Z-Man. He checked his location against the coordinates in the Navicomp. Almost there. Gear up and get frosty, he said, echoing the words he used to say to his commandos. Ninety seconds to the LZ. He continued his ritual, checking the charge on his blasters, tightening the straps on his composite armor vest, getting his mind right.
Ahead, he saw the island where he would make the drop. Ten square clicks of volcanic rock, fringed with a bad haircut of waist-high scrub whipping in the wind. The place would probably be underwater and gone next year. He angled lower, flew a wide circle, unable to see much detail due to the snow. He ran a scanner sweep, as always, and the chirp of his instrumentation surprised him. A ship was already on the island. He checked his wrist chrono and saw that he was a full twenty standard minutes early. He'd made this run three times, and Arigo, he was sure the man's real name was not Arigo, had never before arrived early. He descended to a few hundred meters to get a better look. Arigo's freighter, the doghouse, shaped not unlike the body of a legless beetle, sat in a clearing on the east side of the island. Its landing ramp was down and stuck out of its belly like a tongue. Halogens glared into the fading twilight and reflected off the falling snow, turning the flakes into glittering jewels. He saw three men lingering around the ramp, though he was too far away to notice any details other than their white winter parkas. They spotted Fat Man, and one waved a gloved hand. Zerid licked his lips and frowned. Something felt off. Flares went up from the freighter and burst in the air. Green, red, red, green. That was the correct sequence. He circled one more time, staring down through the swirl of snow, but saw nothing to cause alarm. No other ships on the island or in the surrounding sea. He pushed aside his concern and chalked his feelings up to the usual tension caused by dealing with miscreants and criminals. In any event, he could not afford to mess up a drop of several hundred million credits of hardware because he felt skittish. The ultimate buyer, whoever that was, would be unhappy, and the exchange would take the lost profits from Zerid in blood and broken bones, then tack it on to the debt he already owed them. He lost track of exactly how much that was, but knew it was at least two million credits on the note for Fat Man, plus almost half that again on advances for Era's medical treatment, though he'd kept Era's existence a secret, and his handler thought the latter were for gambling losses. Elsie is secure. He hoped saying it would make it so. Going in. The hum of the reverse thrusters and a swirl of blown snow presaged the thump of Fat Man's touching down on the rock. He landed less than 50 meters from Arigo's ship. For a moment, he sat in the cockpit, perfectly still, staring at the falling snow, knowing there'd be another drop after this one, then another, then another and he'd still owe the exchange more than he'd ever be able to pay. He was on a treadmill, with no idea how to get off. Didn't matter, though. The point was to earn for Era. Maybe get her a hover chair, instead of that wheeled antique. Better yet, prosthesis. He blew out a breath, stood, and tried to find his calm as he threw on a winter parka and fingerless gloves. And the cargo hold... He had to pick his way through the maze of shipping containers. He avoided looking directly at the thick black lettering on their sides, though he knew it by heart. Had seen such crates many times in his military career. Danger. Munitions. For military use only. Keep away from intense heat or other energy sources. In the crates were upward of 300 million credits worth of crew-served laser cannons, MPAPPs, grenades and enough ammunition to keep even the craziest fire team grinning and sinning for months. 
And that was another excerpt from the Deceived novel. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, again, I want to remind everybody that on July 23rd, Raz is going to be holding a guild event. Uh, we hope that everybody that is able to can join in. But until then, this has been the Misfits Podcast. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Oh, oh.